So, Alexander Gustafson, did you watch, uh, did you watch the Joe Rogan episode today? Uh, I thought so, I, uh, I got about 20 minutes in, I need to, I need to finish up, maybe watch it after I uh, watch these fights. Uh, so, he got, uh, his first win in the UFC was the UFC 205 in 2009. So he told me, yeah, he said he had, I guess, it'd been 10 years since he uh, signed his UFC contract. Is I think what he said on Joe Rogan. Then he lost to Phil Davis, his second fight in the UFC. That'll be the first one we watch. Um, Cyril Diabate, he beat, uh, beat him, rear naked oh. choke. Oh. James oh. Tehuna, rear naked choke. Matt Hamill, TKO and elbows. Vladimir Matushenko, TKO. Yeah, I remember that fight. Tiago Silva, decision. Uh, fought Shogun to a decision. Unanimous decision to John Jones. That is a fight I texted you about earlier. I was super looking forward to, to uh, watching. Uh, Jim Manawile, uh, KO with a knee and punches. Then he loses two in a row to Anthony Johnson and Daniel Cormier. So Cormier and Jones fights for decision losses, and Johnson and Phil Davis are um, first-round losses. He loses Phil Davis in the first. Uh, let me double-check that. Phil Davis in the first to a submission, and he loses to uh, Anthony Johnson in the first to punches in Stockholm, Sweden. Bummer. What do you think Anthony Johnson's doing besides being in the weed business and working with a football team? Eating a lot. He's fucking mm. super heavyweight. What the hell? Um, watching him come back at heavyweight. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Like watching like come back into the mix and like fight DC at heavyweight at, after the Stipe fight or something. That would be crazy. Fighting Stipe. What if you fought fighting Stipe? Or dude, Francis Ngannou. Hey, dude, we should think about watching uh, the Ultimate Fighter this season and doing, like, podcast companions on that because my buddy Bryce is going to be on there. I just shared the uh, audio and video uh, podcast yesterday and today with Bryce. If you haven't listened to that podcast, it's really good. Check it out. Bryce is um, super and I don't know. Um, really, really good dude. and been knowing each other. For, I've, I've known since, like, 16 years old. So, well, let's get on with this and get these NASA images of the day off the TV, bro. Alright, so we're going to get going with the Phil Davis loss. So why are we just choosing just to watch the losses? Oh, man. To the, uh, to the deal. Putting the headphones on? I've got to to hear the everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, put them on. It's better that way. Yeah. I think they go on the other side. Okay, the first part of that audio is probably a little weird, but whatever. Phil Davis, uh, what's he been doing in Bellator? I haven't really kept up with him. Uh, I can't really remember. I'm going to look him up right now. Phyllis. Let's see here. 
He lost to Ryan Bader. How are you going to lose to Ryan Bader, Phil? Lost to Ryan Bader in the UFC, too. Yeah. Bummer, twice. Lost to Anthony Johnson. All, um, all decisions, though. Lost to Rashad Evans. I remember that. He was on a big streak, too, when he fought Rashad. Because he beat Gustafson and had, like, four other wins in the UFC. Why are we even watching this? Good question. Bypass, you can just fast forward. It's just so fantastic. Gustafson without the Viking beard. This was in 09, I think I said. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to watching that John Jones fight. I hadn't seen that since it happened, actually. Oh, I've seen it several times. You watch times. it a few times? Oh, yeah. It comes on TV all the time. Yeah, dude, I haven't had cable or TiVo or anything in such a long time, but uh, or satellite or whatever. Uh, I've just been streaming shit digital, 100%. But when I did have it, I recorded shit tons of fights, man. I was I would always have like a stockpile of fights. They'd record UFC Unleashed all the time. Nine and zero. Oh. That is about to get shattered. Tale of the tape. Mike Goldberg, rest in peace. Isn't it crazy how they just traded Mike Goldberg for Jimmy Smith? Exactly. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, I do like it when Jimmy Smith comes on Jerry. Bruce Buffer makes so much money. He's so has his own lines of suits. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. His the suit he was wearing when I, when we were at the uh, T-Mobile Arena last uh, July, Fresh was oh dude, it was pristine. <sighs> you ever watch that show uh, Lost in Space when you were a kid? Uh-uh. On the Sci-Fi Channel. They did a remake of it. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. I watched the first couple episodes the other night. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. The only thing I watched on sci-fi was like Twilight Zone. What about Quantum Leap, bro? Did you ever watch that? Yeah, you never watched Quantum Leap? Dude. Wasn't a big sci-fi guy. Pink trunks for Phil Davis. Davis is wrestling and like his physique. They're both awesome. <laughs> Didn't he wrestle at like Iowa or Penn Penn State? Yeah, Penn State. Dude, he is going for the takedown. Look at them tree trunks. Just imagine how much more effective wrestlers would be if they didn't have to deal with that cage. That's like that that's like a little bit of an equalizer, I I think, because like, you don't deal with anything. You could be the highest level collegiate wrestler there is and not deal with um, 
not deal with the cage at all. You know, like you're never going to do that in a big open mat area in a gymnasium. What the fuck's going on here? I don't know. That's why I need the podcasting supercomputer, dude. There's too much, like, the Google Chrome is nice, but sometimes it does just piss me off. The video is currently unavailable. Please try again later. That's actually a problem with Fight Pass. It does this sometimes too. Let me try it again. Mm. So let's talk about that podcast. <laughs> Steve, do you need to put that shit online? Um, man. What what were your general thoughts uh, just listening to about 45 minutes of that? Insane, but intriguing insane. What would you like what would your synopsis of that individual not knowing anything about him, not knowing who he is, never he's met him? He's out there for sure, wild individual off the reservation. He's either tapped into another dimension for real or he's, you know, he's crazy. Mm. He would get with those headphones on. Remember, that was my water. Yeah, well, sorry. <coughs> Six, five. Didn't we just watch this? Yeah, well, I'm doing the best I can over here, okay? I haven't built a podcasting supercomputer yet. It's coming. Here's that bowling ball grab. Oh, right in the booty. He does it a couple times right there, too. Paint <laughs> Bro, I feel like Alex Jones over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was such a funny episode. Like, uh, like one of my guests got kind of like um, got weird about us drinking on the podcast, and I'm like, dude, have you seen the Alex Jones episode of Joe Rogan? I'm like, dude, they got drunk and high, and like we're just losing it. I mean, and going out there, and I mean, not out there like that podcast we're talking about, which I may or may not upload. No, you gotta upload it. Ah, man, I just, I'm so torn. No, you're not. It will get the most views. So without going, I would say, so just so the audience, if if they're listening, uh. Had a crazy person on the podcast that, um, you know, I've done for known for several years, but I'm not really around him. Probably been around him, like, you know, hung out real seriously, like maybe a dozen times. But, uh, you know, I wanted to come on the podcast for the stuff they've had going on, but he Tom DeLonged me. <laughs> Aren't you glad we watched that Tom DeLonged podcast so you could get that reference now? Yeah, that dude is fucking wild. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, um, but, uh, so what do you think about, uh, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm up in the air on uploading it for a few reasons, but. Oh, this was uh, Frankie Edgar versus BJ Penn, wasn't it? Uh, yes, Abu yes, Dhabi? it's Abu Dhabi, also Anderson Silva versus Damian Maia. Uh, yeah, which was a terrible fight yeah. towards the end. Here's where he gets him. It's like like Phil Davis always does these weird modified submissions too. Yeah, like he has like that modified uh, Americana Kimura. and a Kimura, I think it was. Yeah, it was a Kimura. Yeah, no, this is not good for you, Alex. 
Yeah, man, wrestlers, do, they do have a good squeeze, like this sort of a front choke. You remember when Matt Hughes choked Ricardo Almeida? I just watched that fight the other day. But what's crazy about that is that um, Matt Hughes beat everybody out of Henzo Gracie's, including Henzo Gracie. Henzo Gracie, Ricardo Almeida, and there's one uh, uh, Matt Sarah. He fucking beat and uh, Hoist. Hoist Gracie too himself. Fucking took him down, pound him out. I almost want to say he put a fucking rear naked choke on him too. He pounded him out from rear mount. I coached two people to tap um, two people in a tournament recently with that same move. See, man, wrestlers are so good at that. See how he had that seat belt kind of set up. Oh wow. That was good. Way to go out the back door, Gus. Ha! <laughs> Front kick. Yeah, I am impressed with Gustafson's not getting as ragdolled as you would think he would fighting well, Mr. Wonderful. He went straight to Phil and started training with him after this fight. That is true. I remember hearing that, dude. This they yeah. trained for a while together. And that's why his wrestling went so good against John Jones. Real good elbows, Mike. Damn. Dude, that's a. He needs to use that underhook and come up to his knees, get out to the side. He's about to. Has he got jammed up in the spot twice now? I think this is the. I remember him getting it. I remember him getting choked from this spot. This is where he sinks in the choke. I thought he did. I thought he was going to do it on the first attempt. Anaconda. What is this? Did he go unconscious? Uh-uh. Man, I would have gone unconscious. You, he must not have heard the 10-second clacker. Man, 9-0, and oh, no more. Okay, what uh, we want to do... Um, next, we'll do... John Jones. Dude, I remember just losing it when I watched this fight. And, like, they both go to the hospital at the end. But Jones looked worse. Yeah, that that was a super close fight. I, like, I remember, like, that. Like, remember when Jones fought Machida and people were like, Oh, my God, somebody punched him. It's the first time we've ever seen him be punched. I scored it for Gus. You know what? I I'm never going to be convinced that Carlos Condit beat Nick Diaz. Mmm. I can debate that. I believe you won that fight. Bro, are we going to have to do a Nick Diaz unraveled on this motherfucker? I'm telling you right now, he just Muhammad Ali'd his ass, bro. That is a good point. Did you know Muhammad Ali ran miles backwards as part of the training regimen because that was part of his style? Like tonight in kickboxing, I was teaching. Uh, we were doing these things called swing steps, and um, Dwayne Ludwig's big on them. But it's like everybody in every gym you go to that does striking, you'll be like, oh, you don't need to be backing up. 
uh, don't back up. But I'm just like what that. Sh- like everybody backs uh, up. Every direction. Exactly. But you got you got to be crafty and strategic with it. You can't just not train it and then expect to be good at it when it fucking comes up, which it will all the time. Nine wins by knockout for Jones at this point. UFC 165. It should be more because he was going to knock out Matt Hamill. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, didn't he knock out Matt Hamill or did he, he tap? He, what? he got disqualified because he was dropping 12. Yeah, yeah, but didn't they do that between rounds or no, something? Yeah, Mario Yamasaki stopped the fight and disqualified him. Didn't even give him warnings or anything. I need to go back and watch that. I've been wanting to do like a, a John Jones to sit down and watch like a whole bunch of his fights. That's why I'm glad we're watching this one right now. Dude, I'm just such a fan of Jones's striking, or Winkle John's striking, rather. I even like Holly Holmes' style, man. She's got a crafty. Like, it's in a way, like, I get what she's trying to do. But I love how, like, um, he like it, for Jones, I just think because of his physique and his size, um, he just does um, he does so well with some of the techniques, like the oblique kicks and the low, like the low uh, side kicks, like leg leg uh, side kicks to the leg. Round one of five. Here we go. Man, back when Jones was sponsored by Nike and had Gatorade on his trunks. He's like been sponsored He's by like so much and then stripped of it. He was sponsored yeah. by Nike strip, sponsored by Reebok strip. Yeah. I won't even say Gatorade stripping too. Like he lost. He's fucked up so I much. know, man. Oh, it's I those it damn him, dick dude. pills, dude. dude. I hate it for him because I believe he really is a good person. Like, people call him fake and shit and this and that. I don't think he is fake. I think he's angry when he needs to be. I think he's calm when he needs to be. I think well, I mean, yeah, how do you adjust to, to being a millionaire, and, and like, when you're that young oh and God. being, like, dude, I'm telling you right now, like, it's kind of, I always joke about that Spider-Man saying, like, with great power comes great responsibility, but, like, it, like anytime you do martial arts like and you have like that that sort of a skill set it's like imagine being like the best of the best dude you're on top and being a wild motherfucker yeah dude dude oh man him telling those stories on you saw the Joe Rogan episode but I've listened to that one like two or three times man uh, Bro, I fucking love John Jones. I ain't even, I ain't even hating on him. Uh, dude, I love his technique. Like, this fight right here, like, man, he just keeps working that oblique kick and that lead leg side kick, and I love it, dude. He's even throwing a rear leg inside leg side kick. Meaning his rear leg side kick to Gustafson's inside lead leg. Like, where you would normally kick. Man, he's just so good at all the stuff that, like, I feel like he was a pioneer for a lot of a lot of things that people said you couldn't do, like, um, like oblique kicks and like, he, dude, he just opened up the low kick, uh, low low leg kicking game. Like before Jones, I don't remember anyone throwing 
anything to the legs other than just like tie style round kicks and inside leg kicks and like Henderson step behind inside leg kick. I mean, it's beautiful what he does. I mean, one of the favorite things of mine that he's done in the fight is in the Glover to Sheriff fight when he gets uh, both underhooks and he puts him up to the cage, dude, and he almost gets him in a double standing armbar. Yeah, he broke Glover to Sheriff's armbar with a whizzer in that fight, a fucking overhook, broke his shoulder. Like, how do you even? How are you even thinking about that right now? Like, you just felt it, and you're just gonna try and pop this dude's elbows while you're standing. There's a way you can get uh, counter the tie clinch and do that to people too. Like when they're doing, they got you in the plum grip around the around the back of your neck. So I kind of tell people this just because I've done a little bit of research on it, but. A lot of the low leg kick game, um, here, give me, uh, from <coughs> from the Jacksons camp, comes from a Filipino martial art called Panabjogman. It's called Punjab. What did you say? Panabjogman. It's a it's a low kick. Uh, it's a kick. It's a kicking art, and it's a low kicking art. Yeah, it was a sick combo. See, finishing with the kick, man. That's what I love to see. You know, that, uh, like, I do, I like to do, like, a cross-hook rear leg slide out. That's one of my favorites. I, like, train the train the hell out of that for my guys. Like, I just had a guy I had a kickboxing fight, and um, that was a combo that we trained relentlessly that I was, uh, he threw it a few times, but I was trying to get him to throw it more in between rounds one and two. We still finished the dude with a cross, so maybe that's what he was trying to do. Damn, John's got a little cut. Yeah, man, that left hook, dude. In round one. I'm pretty sure he gets a takedown here. These good. guys are just so um, similar in their in their physique and everything. I think that's the third, third time I've said physique on this podcast. Physique shall be the word of the day. Yeah. What? Told you. Wow. Gustafson hit a f leg flare, double leg takedown. And that's why I had him win the first fight, or the first round. The first three rounds I have for Gus. The fourth and fifth are iffy, but they could be scored either way. But I, I give this fight to Gus, honestly. Jones has landed more of the, of the kicks. Very few punches. <laughs> no, right. John, John, you know, Gustafson poked over to Shara in the eyes uh, several times. Yeah. Yeah. He's pitching at both of them. He's like. Bink. I mean, it's hard not to do that. They need to put some at the end of the gloves where it automatically contracts your fingers or curves your fingers where you can't stick them out. Have you ever seen MMA sparring gloves? Like they they have more of a rounded end to them. I think that it could I think something like that could ha could help. But you don't want to lose your ability to grapple, you know. Cuz he knows he lost the round cuz that takedown Okay, but the Anderson Silva that beat Rich Franklin would beat that John Jones right there. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yes. 
Maybe the nastiness. Anderson's Still, the ability. the level of technique, man. Anderson Anderson had awesome reaction time, creativity. Could get in the zone. Like I literally could see him getting in the zone when he was like on some fights that he honed. Like, do you remember when he knocked out James Irvin? Oh yeah. And um, kicking just bam, and then when he was ground and pounding them, adjusted so fast, dude, and come in with a uppercut between split his you know split the block, bro. He was pounding them, wasn't getting through, and then went beep, knocked him. Anderson out. had amazing reaction time and extreme focus. Like when he was in his prime, his aggressiveness oh, in his prime. But his level of technique, John Jones is is so just has so many more weapons in the arsenal, bro. Who started the front kick to the face? How many times you seen Anderson Silva take somebody down? You don't have to. <laughs> John mixes it up better, yeah. But let me tell you, Anderson Silva didn't really become a fucking counter striker until after he won that belt. He went before he won that belt. Look what he did to motherfucking Chris Levin, dude. He comes straight forward, and then the Rich Franklin first fight just came straight forward. <coughs> um, we gotta do an Anderson Silva episode after Bro, this, I he guess. Was the nastiest motherfucker. At the time. That was a nice insulting kick. I would say it's him and John Jones. And then Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse is super legit. Yeah, I'm just not. I just don't like watching him fight, man. Damn, Gus just got him with a plow. That's what they call that Muay Thai. That'll make you tired, John. Can't be running around chasing people. No, if you're all coked out, it's all good. (laughs) And you know he's got that fire. Damn, bet he took a dick pill between rounds. Wink, wink, and Jackson slipped him in a little dick pill. You know, if Gus wouldn't have gassed out in that DC fight, he could have he could have pulled it out. What do you think? What do you think about that technique, like catching someone's kick and then running it like a single leg, like running them backwards? That they call that a plow in Muay Thai, and it's actually they made it illegal in um, a lot of organizations because like. Uh, people were falling out of the ring. Both yeah. people, coincidentally, like it'd be one guy or the other. I don't know if both people ever fell out often, but uh, one guy or the other would fall out of the ring because they'd like sling him up against the ropes and try and do like a like a head kick or a flying elbow or something like that. Gustafson just keeps working that lead hook. See, when jo- like the lead hook, I love throwing a lead hook, particularly against when someone stands southpaw and Jones is switching so much, like right there. Like tonight in kickboxing, I taught a combination one three three, and we did follow-ups off that. See, when Gustin comes down off that lead leg, I love to drill a lead leg sidekick, man, Superfoot Wallace style. Jones is really working that leg. I want to see Yoel Romero versus John Jones. That'd be crazy. Yoel Romero, I did not realize he was that old, man. Yeah. 
Imagine that if he would have got into this when he was like 20-something. Oh, man, my back. Maybe you need a backyotomy. <sighs> it's crazy. I can't believe, like, everybody's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, oh, I, I coughed. And my low back went out. Bro, you ever fart so hard your back popped? <laughs> <laughs> I've legit no. Legit had that happen, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Crazy. Dude, but now, like, one time I coughed and my upper back all tweaked out on me um, when I was in college. <coughs> but, uh, man, I've had some issues with my low back uh, for probably like two or three years. But it's been like I've been keeping it super strong and it just kind of went out on me, man. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. I think I've just been sitting down too much, like working on typing lectures up and shit. Bro, standing See, down. there's that plow again. What is, wow. Slippery. Like a fish, bro. Yeah, man. Gustafson's in the zone right now. <coughs> yeah, I would have loved to have seen Phil Davis um, do a little more than he did. Let's see here. <coughs> All right, good deal. I'll be teaching in Fort Smith tomorrow night. Cat cat. And uh, then I'm teaching a seminar in Bentonville on Saturday. Then we're going to go see Sun Squabby on Sunday. Stop it. I, it just pisses me off hang every out time you remind me that hang it's out on Sunday. Hang out with Nate for a little bit. Man, I'd love to, dude. I'd love to see Nate. And some swab <sighs> and floozies. And Nate's pupil. We'll just look at Nate's pupil. It'll oh. change our lives. Like that one guy. <laughs> you need to upload that. <laughs> oh, man. You need to reply to this in here, bro. What's I Dude, I need a... I need, okay, here's some things I want in here. I got to get a fridge in here. That's an idea. I need a trash can. That's idea. Coasters. Coasters. Custom Life Unraveled Coffee Cups. Uh, what do you think about my bite bow box right here, dude? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Steve made it for me. He's coming on the podcast Steve. soon. Steve. Steven. Steven. Mm. I actually filmed a technique and put it on our YouTube channel today that Steve taught me back in the day when he was a purple belt. He got his bite belt um, probably like six or seven months ago. So, yeah, damn, Jones cut up. My brow is <laughs> nasty. You know, I, dude, uh, there's a guy that um, is in Arkansas boxing named Ray Rogers, and he has been in amateur boxing for 70 years and worked the corner as a cut man in 49 world title fights in boxing. I <coughs> uh, was cut, cut man for uh, Jermaine Taylor back before he was shooting people and shit. Nice, nice little leg kick. Dude, when you can get those leg kicks chopping down into that common peroneal right above the knee. 
see, dude, that little lead leg side kick to the front of your thigh. Kicks to the front of the thigh hurt too, don't get me wrong. It almost like you, you can almost hyperextend the knee, like if you step out to the side and lay your shin across the fronts of both their legs. Like you see so you can do a tie kick in a way that you can kick the front of both their legs. Ooh, Ooh shin on shin. I was just talking about that with somebody. I was like, Yeah, you just go shin on shin with somebody just to see, you know, just just to see who's made of it. Man, Jones's switch knee he threw on Cormier in their last fight was so nice. Do you remember that we did that jab I mean, and then a switch was knee? Just fucking setting that head kick up all the whole fight. Oh, ha, 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 John, you think you're just gonna ha, 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 ha. Rousey style? Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? I'm just gonna let her kick me in the face? <laughs> Apparently. Oh my god, dude. That was that was devastating. They called it. She's like, "What do you what do you think I'm gonna do? Pressure?" And let her kick me in the face. Oh, damn. He just landed a nice lead leg high kick to the head. I can't wait for Jones to come back. I'd rather watch him fight than Conor McGregor. What do you think? Uh, didn't you say that you read something online or something about the Golden Snitch said something about something? Uh, yeah, Jeff Novitsky said that uh, it's more than likely he took a tainted supplement just due Dude, to the fact of I the testing and the like how much he was popped for and what he was popped for. I think he did it. I think he's a. I think he's a career uh, steroid user, and I think that he's just like sloppy because he does coke and surrounds himself with like. Yeah, I mean, you've seen his manager. Who's his manager? Uh, dude, let me show you a picture. Is it that Oliba Disease Bud dude or I whatever? Don't, I don't know uh, what his name is. Okay, he's look up that dude, and then look up all his fighters and see how many of his fighters have been popped. For something. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I know. I know. Well, um, you want some cocaine? I got some in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what that face says to me. <laughs> <laughs> his manager's his coke dealer. And I think this is the dude, like, he pays this dude to drive him around. Look at that face. Like, like He looks like a fat version of Bobby from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh shit we gonna be talking about Gilligan's Island on here next man classic it is classic honestly I would totally watch all those episodes again this is a Gilligan's Isle are you kidding me did you watch the movie when they finally come back I to land did yeah but it's been so long alright Shit, I'll rewatch some of Flintstones the other day with fucking John Goodman. John Goodman yeah. and Rick Moranis. Rosie O'Donnell. Not Rick Moranis, it's a bald one. Oh. Yeah. The okay. sequel. No, it was the first one. Beaver Rock Vegas. I, I, I barely remember that one. But the first one. No, nah, dude, Rick Moranis one. plays Barney. No, the first one is a bald one. No. Yeah, bro, look it up. No, I'm telling you right now, dude. Look it's it Rick Moranis. It's not Rick Moranis. From fucking Honey. Bro, we need to put a wager on this right now. Why? Because, I mean, I just, I think that, oh, it's not looking good for you, bro, because right here, the very second thing that came up, then when I Google Flintstones Barney, is a picture of Rick Moranis. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 
Um, okay. Film. We want to look at the film. Dude, but, but yeah, dude, it's totally Rick Moranis next to Rosie O'Donnell right there. Is it? Now, in the sequel, which I saw in the Clarksville Cinema in like sixth grade or some shit, Viva Rock Vegas or some shit like that. Um, that has the Baldwin brother in it, but I don't think that it, that has John Goodman in it. I think it had a different dude that played Fred Flintstone. It is Rick Moranis as Barney Rubble, bro. Dude, one time I like I, with <laughs> Brandy, Brandy Deming at the time, now Brandy Kogan. Um, oh, damn. Thumb to the eye right there. That was a sick kick. Bink. Rear uppercut. He started finding that rear uppercut on the in the two sheriff fight. Watch here, watch here. See, is that a thumb to die? Yeah, that's like more yeah, like the knuckle yeah. of the thumb and though. It didn't even hit his eye really. Rogan was mistaken. I Did you see that uh, I, there was this video of LeBron James um, acting like he got poked in the eye in an NBA fight? I don't really watch the NBA or LeBron James. I don't give a fuck about any of that. But, dude, they played it from multiple angles, and the commentator was like, oh, he slapped his face or something like that. And it's like, clearly not, dude. <laughs> like, we're sitting here looking at the re. Are you looking at the replay? I just don't get down on team sports. I hate soccer, football, baseball. Bro, you were basketball. a badass goalie. Man, I didn't you were so bad. good. Yeah, that was really before I realized that this is a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of grown ass men playing yeah. with balls. I want to see who is realest, baddest. I know, dude. I one thing I'd like we uh, tell parents to like try and get their kid like because like I mean, dude, martial arts is particularly good for kids to get into that um, have like not worked out with team sports already or team sports not for them or, or whatever. But it's like, hey, uh, do you want your kid to uh, not get picked last or maybe even not at all? Maybe they should come do martial arts. Just saying. Bro, you need to open it's up that individual sport service from school. We'll do that eventually. That's something we talked about. We're doing another summer camp. We did a summer camp last summer. We're doing a summer camp this summer. Of course, take him to the aquatic center one day. That's going to be cool. Mr. Pupper Man. That's my dog. You want to talk into the mic? You speak. Speak. You speak. What? What? Okay, good. That was good. All right. You had your moment. Calm down. <coughs> you know, like, did you ever think that this dog, Hickson, could maybe be like the Lou dog of the podcast? But not a Dalmatian, a chocolate lab. <laughs> Smells like Hickson inside the studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jones is eating up Gustafson's legs. Really, I just got Gustafson being strong the first couple of rounds, that third round, um, because of the leg kicks. I'm going to give it to Jones. He just, like, gets that's, that damage is, is going to catch up with Gustafson even more. Because I remember 
um, I remember him being a lot more affected. Uh, I mean, he couldn't even leave the octagon on both his legs, if I'm not mistaken. I think they were putting those dudes on stretchers, like, right outside the, <laughs> the cage. Jones, for sure. And the picture they took together after the fight, Gus was standing. Jones was on the stretcher. What, remember that Shell Sunning fight where Jones' toe just super gnarly? Dude, have you ever thought about just becoming an uh, audio engineer and just podcasting all day? Bro, I couldn't do it. Because I, I, I totally need a bro to just I podcast could, all I day. Just fucking sitting here. I you, just could be, you could be my Lee Syatt. Bro, it's. <laughs> this <laughs> stars of death. <laughs> oh man, too funny. Joey's always talking about eating an ear off of him. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead, grab your ear." <laughs> Damn, Jones's eye. I didn't remember it being that bad. Yeah, look at the head strikes landed. Eighty-eight to eighteen. Another good, another good lead leg high kick. That says a lot that he is able to knock uh, Cormier out with that same strike, but Gustafson's ate two of them. Yeah, he eats a couple of them, a few of them, a couple more. Uh, couple yeah, actually, days. that was, I think, the third one, right to the domage. Man, Jones's eyes torn up. He is bleeding everywhere. He gets that spin Looking up, he's like, uh, we almost done Here with comes, this round. Bam, there it was, dude. Oh, nice. He almost gets the finish right Damn. There. Yes. He should have uh, held into that tie clinch a couple more knees. He, he made a mistake right there going for a takedown. Pride just trying to take him down. Knee to the body. <coughs> Elbow. He should have stayed in the clinch the whole time and done that. I didn't Look tell you this, but that last podcast guest, uh, whose podcast we're not going to upload while we were listening to the podcast, text me. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you gotta you gotta upload that podcast. Yeah, read that. Do I want to just the top one or both of them? You can read the top one too. <laughs> That's the one I think that uh, I think that um, came last night when you were here, dude. You trying to tell me you couldn't podcast like five episodes a week? Adam Crowe says that's small potatoes. Bro, what do you what is your assessment of this person? You don't even know. He's like super depressed, super lost, super reaching out. I feel for him, man. I do too. That was a legit little uh, combo. Remember when Jose Aldo, when Chad Mendes trying to take his back, he just turned around and he that mother, bam! <laughs> <laughs> just like out of nowhere. Grab that fence, bro. Uh, Jones has almost finished him. Jones has really pushed it a couple of times, too. Dude, you need to get that Vaseline booger <laughs> out your eyebrow, man. Mary, bro. <laughs> oh, man. 
You got to do better than that, Catman. Yeah, he does look wobbly. I think that's probably because his legs are tore up. I remember him being, his base being fucked up because of the leg kicks. Man, what do you think about this? Like, I've never seen it in any other fight other than in the, in the Nganu fight. And I think it's bullshit. And I don't think you should do it. But last, uh, so Saturday, when I cornered that boxing fight, there was a, a boxing coach that put a towel around his, around his fighter. Remember they did that in the Nganu fight and everybody was talking shit? Wet towel or dry towel? Just a, a, a dry towel. Just a towel. I don't really see the problem with it. Dude, I think that you need to be able to. I think it, it it's suffocating. I think you need to open them up, let them breathe. You need to cool them off, put ice on their neck. Well, not to leave it on them, but to wipe them down. Like, wipe them down, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with just leaving it on them, just like laying it on them. No, you should be cooling off as much as possible. Opening up your shorts, let your crotch cool out is what you really need to be doing. Dude, I never watched Cormier and Gustafson. Was that a five-round fight? Fuck yeah, it was. A battle. It was an amazing fight. If Gus could have just sucked it up for the fourth or fifth round, I would have I'd have had him winning that fight, too. Damn. He, it's like he gasses out in the fourth or fifth round pretty bad. Got that kind like, of I mean, McGregor cardio. I mean, he's still banging, but look at him. I mean, he's, he's so labored just in his movements after punching. <coughs> So what <laughs> definitely in better shape, right? Look how deep that shot was. Finally gets it, bro. Yeah. That was one of the deepest shots I've ever seen in my life, dude. And clean. Super clean. Did you know what I like to do off of a shot is take the back. I pref I'd prefer side control. Yeah, you can you can hit from side control, uh, but I don't know, man. Just like anytime I can shortcut and go to your back and flatten you out and choke you, I just want to do that. Damn. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Jesus, man. His beard's insane, bro. Oh. That's a tough son of a bitch right there, dude. They were gonna watch him get knocked out by. Um, uh, that blew my mind when that happened. When Johnson knocked him out. Yes, I picked Gus to beat him, dude. I really did. I was like, "Oh, Gus is about to just mow this motherfucker down." Wrong. Jones's Wrong. face so swollen. He looks like Rashad Evans right now. Is that is that bad to say? He does. Like, does he not? Like, you know how Rashad's got like his like he's got like. Uh, yeah. Bigger lips. Yeah. Like Jones's lips are all swollen. He his top lips all swollen. He looks like Rashad. Bro, Jones hits him with the, a crazy ass flying knee at the end of this fight that lands smooth as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I I mean, I got to give it to Jones watching it again. In the fourth and in the fourth and fifth rounds for sure, but the first. I mean, dude, I the first half of the fight, Gustafson came on strong for sure, but I felt like he lost it by the third round. Like, Jones is definitely the fresher of the fighters. Like, if they would have kept fighting until somebody died or something, Jones probably would have won. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, I think somebody give him a ten eight round too. So I think that's what really helped yeah. him. Yeah. What do you think about Greg Jackson? He's a good coach. A lot of fine knowledge. Has a good eye for it. Man, Winklejohn's striking. I just am such it's a fan of it. It's the combination of those two guys at that gym is what makes amazing. Yeah, players. and they have specialists in all areas, too, and that's what you're starting to see. Like, people are having five coaches in their corner, a uh, striking coach. Uh, that's too much. A wrestling coach, an like MMA that. coach. I think, uh, I think two, maybe three. I, I, think two is, I think two is just right. I think GSP had uh, Greg Jackson, John Donaher, Freddie Roach. Wasn't Jackson in his corner when he fought Ever Bisping? Everos Sahabib or whatever. Yeah. That's his main one. See, that, dude, that knee. It was legit. It landed smooth. One of the greatest fights ever, for sure. I'll give it that, for sure. Joe Rogan is correct. I have no idea who won. History. <laughs> what about that text message? Jeez. Makes me feel bad for him, dude. I was like, damn. Yeah. Can't believe uh, Gustafson took Jones down twice. I think it might have even been three times. Look at that left hook. Jones must have done a little too much coke the week before this well, fight. Well, he said he didn't even train for this fight. He said he didn't train at all for this fight. Really? And did he when, when did he say that? Like on uh, Jerry? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And he partied the whole week before. Only I'm allowed to party. Huh? Have you ever seen that uh, Andy Samberg movie, High Rod? Only I'm allowed to party. There's a funny scene where, where he keeps saying that to his crew. That thing is crazy as fuck when he's <laughs> in the garage beating on that motor. Like, what? Man. Stitch. Oh, man. Bro, is it bedtime? No. No, clearly not. We still have two more fights to go. <laughs> Guess. What do you think about Dana White um, getting the belt jerked out of his hands by Stipe and Stipe? I think it's too ridiculous. Come on, Stipe. They're fucking promoting the fuck out of you. You heard it here, folks. I mean, Dana can be a douchebag sometimes. I give him that. But goddamn, come on, chill out a little bit.
This was at a UFC fight night. Who what? Uh, Gustafson and uh, Johnson. The fight I wish we could have seen is Johnson versus Jones. He'd be the biggest thing in the world right now. He'd be bigger than Conor McGregor. <coughs> Anthony Johnson, man. Remember when he was fighting like people at Josh Koscheck? <laughs> and the dude that looks like Screech. Uh at welterweight, and he fucking kicked that dude in the face and laid him straight out. Who is um? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like screech, um, bro. God, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, I gotta look to that up. That dude get punched in the face because his <laughs> go all over the place, dude. I know. Oh man, I remember that guy. He got beat a few times, real bad. Okay, Anthony Johnson. Let's check out his record real quick. I'll know it as soon as you say his name. <coughs> um, Charlie Brennerman. Yeah, that's it. Man, uh, Johnson had more fights than I thought out of the UFC. Yeah, he had a lot of fights for like WSOF. Seven fights uh, outside the UFC. Then he got back in the UFC and fought Phil Davis, um, Hajirio Nogira, Gustafson, Cormier, Jim Manawau, Ryan Bader, Glover Teixeira, and Cormier again. Lost to Cormier both times. Maul, maul. See, I saw the second Cormier fight, but I, I don't remember seeing the first one. Do what? What's that? What did you say? The second Cormier fight. I saw that one where Cormier finishes him. Finishes who? Anthony Johnson. Oh, see, I hadn't seen the second one. I've only seen the first one. Is that what you said? Yeah, so he finishes him in he the... He finishes him both times. Same way. Oh, oh, he does finish him. I thought that fight went all five rounds. No. Okay, Check good. So, yeah, we'll watch that. It's only going to be two and a half rounds. It's nothing. <laughs> we need some water. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause this shit and get some water. I can grab one of them. All right. We're back just in time. With grapes. Okay, so check this shit. I read this on Wikipedia, so it must be true. <laughs> uh, but Gustafson's been to prison, dude, like a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Who's he yeah. be judging people then? Yeah. For what? Fighting-related shit. I can see that. I mean, those look like prison tats on his arm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, all of his tattoos look like prison tats. Poor Gus. God damn it, it's home country. 
Poor guy. Doesn't this happen like, is this happening the first round? Yes. Super fast. Yeah, man. Holy shit. You ever seen uh, Daniel Cormier's takedown highlight? Super legit. He, he like his, his takedowns a Dan Henderson. Gus was looking good at first, until he wasn't. Look at how ashy that motherfucker looks. Yeah. And he's still doing it years later in the Chushera fight. And John Hackleman was pissed about that in Vegas when he was talking about it. I've been talking about what? About um, Gus is some poking Glover to share in the eye. Ooh, see, I think it's a headbutt is what causes that knockdown, man. I don't think it was a true right hand that caused that knockdown. I'm pretty sure it was a fucking headbutt that caused that first knockdown. He Man. went in to throw the right hand, and they collide heads. Maybe they'll show it in the replay. Man, he is swarming him. He's in big trouble, Joe. Look at this. King, king. Yeah, that was a good stoppage. Bro, rewind it to that first drop. I tried to rewind it. it I turned it down. Okay. Before this or after? Uh, before this. Wait, are we open our doors right here? It's the first knockdown. Uh, so it's like right after they start back after this. Yeah. Damn, headbutt. Tell me that wasn't a headbutt, dude. That was a fucking headbutt. Yeah, it did, it did look how I would like to see a, a different angle on it. 
Uh, okay, so Gustafsson videos. Johnson is fucking nasty, dude. See, I wanted to see him fight John Jones so bad. Would have been a cool fight. Uh, did they ever talk about making it or try to make it? No, never thought about that. Like, you know, it may happen later down the road when Jones comes back and Johnson's just like, fuck it, I'll fight him in heavyweight. I wonder how many, f I mean, Cormier's got to be just a couple of fights away from retirement, I would oh, think. Oh, well, he, it's curtains closed when he turns 40 is what he says, and which that's, he's, 39 right now. Yeah. He said when he turns 40, he's not fighting no more. He said, no, it. He. I don't even think he'd make uh, an exception for Jones either. He so was just saying this week he wanted to fight Jones a third yeah, time. Yeah. And I was like, but I thought there wasn't any rivalry. He just wants to beat him. He didn't even bout the belt no more. He yeah. Dude, I don't like DC. Uh, he just... I used to not really. It gets on my nerves, man. I'm kind of grown to like him. He's a good dude, so. Let's see here. Uh, back it up a little bit. You know what pisses me off about the UFC? Look at all that advertisement in the octagon. Yeah. Look at, and then they make the fighters wear their sponsors like at least give them the option to have those same sponsors that's in the octagon you know what i'm saying like let them be sponsored by monster and fucking harley davidson Drag yeah King yeah event Metro. sponsor versus fight sponsors yeah the reebok deal is pretty a uh, pretty it's raw um it's fuckery i mean look at all the advertisement the ufc gets to have why can't the fighters have that look at that octagon bro there's advertisements in every fucking corner and on the top. Look at that Toyota Center. Halo. All right, we're not backing it up anymore. You know, Cormier is, like, I would say he's effective in that, like, dirty boxing range. You know, like, sort of a, a mid-clinch range, like... Dirty boxing, clinch. It, it's sort of, I think it just suits his wrestling background pretty well. Bro, he said him and Khabib go to war. Did you see that? Dude, I heard all these legends about Khabib and shit, and then I, I watched a video of Gleason T. about taking him down. In the UFC. I think that was like his first fight or something in the UFC. Yeah. Um, Bro, everybody gets taken down. Yeah, Bro, but uh, but dude, <laughs> dude, they were saying Khabib like has never like 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 no one's ever like snapped him down like broke his posture and stuff like that, and I'm just like guys, guys. It happens. Yeah, it does. It does. Don't take away from what Khabib can do, bro. He's a huge 155 pounder. You know, this that was pre Usada for Gleason T about too. I would like to add. <laughs> that dude is <laughs> jacked for some <laughs> No, dude. A total specimen, man. Shit. Like, DC should be a middleweight. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was uh, glad. 
in a way when he moved down to 205 because I felt like that was a more suitable weight class for him. But still, look how much smaller he is than Gustafson. He's a fucking middleweight, bro. Remember when Rashad moved down to middleweight? He was shredded at middleweight. Like, God damn, dude, you are jacked. Like, Dana White shared a picture of him. Was like, look What's at Rashad been doing? You know, just losing to random people. I think he's moving up back up to light heavyweight. He lost to Sam Alvey, and I'm pretty sure it is last outing. Smiling old Sam. Round one in the books. Look at this. High crotch hurts, yeah, I love um, how he dumps people on that high crotch. I used to do that high crotch a lot. Definitely one of the top top five. Probably even give the oh top yeah. five. You know, TriStar, sure. Jack, AKA. Pat Militich was saying that they'd had just like just about to say Pat Militich, dude. Yeah, dude, isn't it crazy when stuff like that happens? Really about to say Pat Militich camp's a good camp too. Well, he was saying they had like forty nine fighters in the UFC or something. That or four, I think forty nine people from his gym that had tele televised careers. Maybe I can't remember a hundred percent what he was saying, but something like that. Like a whole bunch of people fought on TV. Dude, I'm just not hardly ever excited about watching Cormier fight unless he's losing. He's going at it. <coughs> All right, round three, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Cormier. <laughs> no rivalry.
Work hard. So that's not an Indian on his arm or a Native American. What is it? What? On Gustafson's arm, there's a, a tribal type. Tattoo. I don't know. It looks like an Indian or a Native American, but he's not from America. So what else would they be called? Uh, I guess they'd just be tribes people. Yeah. Natives. He's from Sweden. Do they have fucking Native no, American no, looking no, tribes there? Well, not in the traditional sense of probably what you're thinking North America or South America. Like Central America. America. Motherfuckers wearing feathers on his head and shit. Goddamn Native American. It was a prison tat, bro. <laughs> Definitely on his left arm. Fucking prison tat. Or right arm. Yeah, that is shocking. They're one on one on takedowns going into the third. Yeah, he's got two takedowns, not just one. Yeah, I really enjoy uh, Gustafson three uppercuts. You know who throws them better? Anthony Johnson. Hmm. Ask Glover Teixeira's tooth. Man, Glover Teixeira is just like a freaking gatekeeper, man. <laughs> Poor dude. Man, he coming into the UFC just burst onto the scene just being the baddest motherfucker there was, and then he fought John Jones, and it's just been... Yeah. <laughs> Jones broke his collarbone, man, with a freaking overhook. I talk about that a lot. I'm I'm really impressed by that. The fight that should happen, Jones versus Silva. Maybe they'll have like a. S maybe they'll do it in Bellator. <laughs> Ten years. Anderson oh man. <laughs> Looking like a seventy-year-old trainer. <laughs> Oh man! You know his trainer. Yeah, yeah, dude, dude. dude. Like, <laughs> you look like you're thirty, uh, bro. Joe Rogan said he texted like a picture of that dude to Dana White and was like, "Look at Anderson's trainer." <laughs> oh, do something, Cormier. I like throwing a jab after a lead hook. Like, we've been working on that, actually. Like, cross hook jab. Hook cross jab. Mm. Yeah. Starts to lose it about the third, fourth round. I think it's in the third that he, that he goes out. So, Gustin's only lost four fights in the UFC, four fights, period. Uh, what do you think? I, I didn't get that far on the JRE, but what do you think he's got next? 
Vulcan Ozdemir, maybe. Uh, maybe, uh, uh, let's see, who else? Is that would make Nobody, sense. really, you know? There's nobody, really. Unless he fights just like a fucking, just any old top tuner. Man, he's getting beat up. So this is where Corm where I signed by Cormier shines. It's like right here in this little like oh, dirty boxing yeah, phase. Oh, he fucks him up in this clinch. Like especially in the fifth round, it gets real bad because Gus can't even move, so he just holds him there. Did what? Well, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Cho what rounds he choke him in? Is he choke him in the third? In Gustafson? Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, it it's about to end. No, it's not. It goes all five rounds. Look at that. Almost finishes DC right here, bro. This is why I have him winning all three rounds. Fucked him up with that knee, dude. Fascinating. Yeah, bro, this goes all five. Dude, it's crazy. The, the uh, thing I'm looking at has got to be wrong, man. Because um, Anthony Johnson gets subbed. Oh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm not looking at. Am I looking at Anthony Johnson? Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Look at that, dude. What the fuck is that? Mm, that looks like uh, some sort of Eastern Native American. <laughs> An Eastern Native American? You like Eastern, e Eastern North America. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like Iroquois. <laughs> like East Coast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not like Eastern Europe or, or like, like East Coast North America. Like Great Lakes region. Yeah. The Huron. That was super specific. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think that's what they look like. I don't know. It's a legit looking tattoo, though. It's what they look like in the movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got totally confused a second ago on that Anthony Johnson and Gustin. I was thinking that Cormier was going to choke him. And now I'm going to have to watch Cormier fight for two more rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I told you it went uh, all five rounds at the beginning of the fight. Yeah, and then we got off on that uh, on that Johnson tangent when we were watching uh, Gustin Johnson. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just conflated it together. What? How are you going to pick up Cormier's legs like that? Oh, man. Crazy podcast week. Freaking crazy. I'm it's, actually still, it's still going crazy. That dude's still texting you. Man, I was I was I was not happy about that. 
as I'm sure you uh, discerned. Oh. I got one uploading. It's about to hit YouTube right now. I uploaded um, uh, all my. I've got all my episodes other other than one out right now, and I'll probably upload this one on iTunes tonight. Man, it's crazy how like uh, occasionally in get like guests have told me this too. Like, but you just get shit wrong. Like uh, misquote facts and stuff. Like, for example. I've been doing this 1968 research project. I'm talking about this uh, racial crisis that happened in Arkansas in 1968. This is kind of like a side project uh, or a side of the podcast. And I said that I said the Little Rock Nine happened in 1968, but it actually happened in 1957. And I wasn't able, to, like, to I deleted the audio before I was able, and after I uploaded it already. So I'm just gonna have to go back and edit the description. That, like, and I thought about it afterwards. I was like. I mean, but, I, like, I've had one of my mentors who's, like, the most, like, dude I respect the most um, misspeak like that. And then, like, didn't, he, didn't even catch it. And another professor was, like, like, we're recording him and was, like, hey, you said uh, this. And he was, like, oh, uh, okay. It happens, dude. People misquote. It does, man. I hate it when it happens. That's like it doesn't. Well, it doesn't really bother me that bad. It bothers some people really bad, I think. But it doesn't bother me as bad. It's just something to think about. Some people would not do this type of thing for that those very types of reasons, you know. So jacked up. Brother, you probably shouldn't be sitting right now. You should probably be fucking laying down. Dude, I did. I taught two, three classes today. But, uh. God damn, you were teaching classes with that fucked up back? Yeah, leg locks and stuff. It was awesome. Heel hooks. Bruh, it's fucking midnight. No. No. Yeah. People don't know what time it is. Unless you tell them. I know what time it is. Mm, yeah. <laughs> How you like me now? <laughs> yeah, well, let's go. We can go ahead and wrap this up because, I mean, this is going to be like all Daniel Cormier fights. Boring as fuck. So, man, I'm just not a fan. But Alexander Gustafson, I kind of like him. I'm glad we got to watch that John Jones fight. Been wanting to rewatch that for a little bit. And then, ironically, he came on Joe Rogan's MMA show. Now we're doing our MMA show. And, um... Yeah, I gotta finish watching that one. What's that? I gotta finish watching <laughs> I have to watch it to the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll, well, I mean, we'll obviously finish it. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up the podcast, though. We've been recording for about an hour 20. So, yeah. Another episode of MMA Unraveled. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, Life Unraveled podcast. We've got five shows a week we're trying to do right now. MMA, Life Unraveled, After the Show, History Unraveled, so uh, and Music Unraveled. So stay tuned for more episodes each week. Signing off. <laughs>